0: That's right, Laz Nation. You know what time it is. Another episode of The Laz Word is underway. Hey, everybody, Laz here coming at you this week with some great content for the show. We'll get right into our sponsor, A Night to Remember Entertainment. You can find them on Facebook by going to your search bar and typing in the at symbol, the number one great DJ, that's at one great DJ, and you will get right to A Night to Remember's page. Be sure to check them out and book them for your next event, whether it be an anniversary, a birthday party, a wedding, whatever it might be, they are there to make your next event a night to remember. Be sure to mention that you heard about them on The Last Word. And if you book your event within the month of January 2021, you will get $100 off just by mentioning The Last Word. So be sure to let them know where you heard about them. Again, that's at One Great DJ, a night to remember entertainment. Also, be sure to check out my band, the Throwback Junkies, and our buddies in the band, Analog, who are going to bring some hard-hitting, soulful, original rock to our show on February 5th at the VFW in Northeast Maryland. That's right, the Throwback Junkies and Analog team up for one great show at 5.30 p.m., starting at the VFW in Northeast Maryland, and we'll head on until about nine ten o'clock that night, so be sure to check us out. That is on February the 5th. Now on to the show. Well, President Trump left the White House just after 8 a.m. on Wednesday, and the president was quoted as saying, quote, hopefully it's not a long-term goodbye. We will see each other again, end quote. Trump took to Marine One to head to Andrews to deliver his farewell speech before the country witnessed Sleepy Creepy Joe being sworn in as the 46th president. The nightmare is really upon us. No wonder Joey Boy keeps referring to it as the dark winter. I couldn't agree more. In his farewell speech, though, President Trump said, quote, we've accomplished so much together. He also went on to say that people have no idea how hard this family has worked and they worked for you. They could have had a much easier life. End quote. Melania Trump also had some parting words for the country, She said, quote, being your first lady was my greatest honor. Thank you for your love and your support, end quote. The president ended his speech by saying we will be back in some form. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Well, I can only hope so, Mr. President, I want to thank you for your service to this country and your relentless efforts to expose the fraud, the hypocrisy and the corruption that literally plagues our government. Our country is in serious trouble. I fear, without you in office, you're correct, sir. You know, Trump did issue several pardons before leaving the office to include rapper Lil Wayne and former election campaign advisor Steve Bannon. But that said, the media and the left were all up in arms about it. But once again, it's just more hypocrisy and double standards. For example, Obama granted 212 pardons and 1,715 commutations during his, his term as president whereas president trump had a total of 238 people that he granted uh clemency to 70 of those uh were pardons and 73 of those were sentences that were sentences that were commuted um that was a total of 143 between those two and he did grant all of those on january the 20th but obama had more commutations than that of the previous 13 presidents combined. But you know, the lying, lamestream media isn't going to tell you that, of course. That's right. Over the last week, we've seen the National Guard converge on Washington, D.C., and sources say that troops are there, of course, to keep the law in order, as there had been reports of possible uprisings. But interestingly enough, I recall watching incredible destruction during the Trump inauguration, There were violent protests, a limo was set on fire, businesses were being vandalized, uh, the police had to use tear gas and stun grenades to disperse crowds, and by the way, that, that didn't just happen in D.C. If you remember, it was going on in New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Portland, and Nashville. During that time, there was 217 protesters that were arrested and charged with rioting and in D.C., a group of mass thugs were seen and caught on film uh, smashing windows of businesses as they ran through the streets with an anarchist flag waving. But, you know, the libs are hoping that you forgot about all that and how they acted when Trump took office because it's perfectly fine when they want to act like animals and thugs. Unbelievable. Guys, these are the very same people that want to defund the police are against the wall and want to take your guns. But yet, because now their guy is going to get in office, they've invited walls, fencing, police, and guns to D.C. to be sure that their leader is installed. Uh, According to the Department of Homeland Security, by the way, the Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security, um, he stated that Nancy, I think I need a drink, Pelosi, requested... Quote, crew manned machine guns from DHS for Creepy Joe's inauguration. What? Yeah, you can't make this shit up. Her request was denied. But let's just think about that for a moment. She believes the American people are really that stupid. She just chastised Trump over the summer for using the National Guard to help disperse some of these what she called peaceful protesters, but were really rioters from Antifa and BLM. Um, In fact, the direct quote from the letter that she sent to President Trump in June of last year reads this way. So listen to this. As peaceful people all over the country turn out to honor the memory of George Floyd and protest for change, we must ensure that their safety and their constitutional rights are being respected. She went on to further say, We are concerned about the increased militarization and the lack of clarity that may increase chaos. I am writing to request a full list of the agencies involved in clarifications of the roles and responsibilities of the troops and federal law enforcement resources operating in the city, meaning the city of D.C. Congress and the American people need to know who is in charge. What is the chain of command? What is the mission? And by what authority is the National Guard for other states operating in the Capitol? Well, well, well. What a joke. First of all, By what authority is the National Guard from other states operating in the Capitol? Governors from all over have been sending the National Guard to D.C. But yet Nancy Pelosi, when it was happening under the Trump administration, wanted to know by what authority. What a joke. And then, by the way, she wanted Department of Homeland Security to have machine guns on people. I mean, it's unbelievable. Black Lives Matter and Antifa were literally burning city, cities to the ground, Nance, okay? And you said nothing of that violence and destruction in 2017 or throughout the summer when it was happening. But you, you just continued to ignore it. And you know what? No, I take that back. You didn't ignore it. You celebrated it over the summer last year. And the very words of the letter that you wrote to President Trump on June 4th that I just read proves it. You're a disgrace, a liar, a hypocrite, and a damn drunkard. Yes! Meanwhile, President Scratch and Sniff, uh, yeah, I'm not going to call this guy by his name for his entire term. I respect the office of president, but I cannot respect this corrupt, race-baiting piece of shit that will sell this country out to the highest bidder. But I digress. Anyway, President Scratch and Sniff plans to issue a flurry of executive orders on his first day in office, even though, by the way, the old creepster himself has said that executive orders actually skirt the Constitution. (laughs) And I have to share this with you as well. After being sworn in, our divider-in-chief gave a speech calling for unity. He said, quote, politics doesn't have to be a raging fire, destroying everything in its path, end quote. He also went on to say, we must end this uncivil war. I know the scriptures say, judge not lest ye be judged, but you know, I'm just going to come out and say it. This guy's a real jerk. I can't believe the stones on this guy. I mean, he and his party have done nothing but incite division, racial tensions. He trashed Trump and all the supporters. And now he's calling for unity. Hey, Joey, get bent, buddy. It's just more hypocrisy and double speak from the left. And it's so typical. The sheer amount of insanity that's coming from the left at this point is absolutely impossible to stomach. You know, over the last several weeks, I have been asked to make a prediction regarding the new president and the administration as far as, hey, how long do you think this is going to last? Do you think he's going to serve a full four years? Do you think he'll get reelected, cetera? So here it is. Here's what I think. I think creepy sleepy Joey doesn't make it 18 months in office. And then you're going to see, Nancy, I want machine guns, Pelosi and her cronies invoke the 25th Amendment, removing him and then putting the radical socialist Harris at the helm of things. Joey Boy was nothing more than a puppet. He never was going to be. This is what I believe was their plan all along because they feel invincible, folks, because they have successfully stolen the White House and the election in several other states to secure the House and the Senate. They are drunk with power. And we will absolutely feel the repercussions if we do nothing about it by utilizing our voices to stand up every time they try and pull some of their shit. Anyway, in other local news, just as I predicted, some of the COVID restrictions are being lifted magically just as Joey Boy and team take office. The clueless and moronic mayor of Baltimore, Brandon Scott, has reinstated dining in restaurants and bars as of January 22nd at 6 a.m. Now, indoor dining will be limited to 25% capacity. Outdoor dining dining will be limited to uh, 50% capacity. And both will have an hour time limit, whereas indoor will require a log, which I assume is going to be the equivalent of like a reservation. Maybe they'll just take a little bit more information, which seems ridiculous, but whatever. It's not like I'm going into the city for anything. I avoid that place like the plague because it pretty much is the plague as far as I'm concerned. I've been saying it all along. This was the plan. Lock it down, but as soon as there are new as soon as there's a new administration, start lifting those restrictions and then credit that administration and their leadership with such a swift recovery. That's exactly what's going on. It's all about the optics. It's all about the way things look and they continue to play this game. Because too many out there are dumb enough to continue to fall for this crap. And you know what? That's 100% true. And And this is just more evidence to support that. So what other evidence do I have, you might ask? Well, it's pretty simple. There are actually people who were out there that willingly voted for this administration. Yeah, that's additional proof that people are just dumb. Comedian Ron White said, you can't fix stupid. And you know what? I used to agree with that. However... Now I'm thinking a little more outside the box, and I'll pose this question. Since we need to, we have to, and we must fix stupid, the question is, how? Amen, brother. The answer is education. The left wants to deprogram those of us on the right, Trump supporters and our children. Well, I say, yeah, we need deprogramming in this country for sure, but it's deprogramming from the left. It's deprogramming from the socialist ideology that has taken over the liberal agenda, all of which is being pushed by our public schools, our colleges and universities, and then backed up by the lying lamestream media. So how do you fix stupid? Simple. You stop stupid from being spread by these institutions and by the people who fund and support them. Boom, baby. You fight back the right way. Every single time that these knuckleheads put stupid out into the world. So, yeah, Libs, I'm all for deprogramming, but the deprogramming needed is from the crap that you continue to put out time and time again. You've inflicted your damage upon multiple generations of Americans, and your cronies in the lying, lamestream media and our education system have helped you. Conservatives have had enough. You have brought the fight to us. I can't speak for everyone, but I can say for at least myself, you won't break me. You won't break my spirit and you won't silence my voice. And that's the last word. Well, that's going to wrap us up this week. Last nation, I can't thank you enough for coming back each and every week. As I look back over the last six months or so of doing this podcast, I've really enjoyed it. Your feedback and your support has been nothing short of amazing. The emails, the comments, and the shares on social media, all of it lets me know that you're with me. And for that, I'm grateful. Stay in the fight. Keep with me here. Keep listening. Tell your friends to listen. Keep sharing the post. Keep sending those emails. These next four years will prove to be interesting, if nothing else. As always, I know your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. God bless everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.